You're listening to the Online Empire Academy podcast, where you'll discover some of the best and most creative ways to provide for your family and get started on your journey to entrepreneurship. No crazy get-rich-quick schemes. No living in a van down by the river with your family while you build your business. If you want real, actionable, and proven entrepreneur ideas that you can use right now, join us for free at theonlineempireacademy.com. Now, get ready for the Online Empire Academy podcast. All right, what's up, Online Empire Academy? Uh, we are here for our live podcast. I'm really excited. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening in the e-com world, and I'm here with Dean as always. What's up, Dean? What's up? And he's he's not in his garage today, so this is a good start. <laughs> yes, I've I've become the master of my office slash bedroom. Yep, yep. <laughs> at least for today. Yeah, yeah. Your your uh, your kids are out of the. The garage or out of the office today? I see. <laughs> yep, it's uh, uh, it's actually just because one of my my daughter who usually sleeps in here during uh during the day is at M- Mimi's, which is grandma. Oh, I thought it was Mimi's Cafe, and I was like, "That's delicious." <laughs> I will take Mimi's Cafe. Love it. Um. Okay, so let's let's hop into it. Okay, if you guys have any questions, please let us know. Um, there is a chat room, so you guys can come in. Um, and chat, ask questions if you guys have any questions, especially as we start diving into some of the things that are happening within Amazon. Um, feel free to ask because I know that there's a ton of confusion with what's going on. And especially for me, like I've been super confused. I'm happy to have Dean here because hopefully between the two of us, we can answer some of the questions. But um, first thing, last time we had talked, I I had a horrible situation on eBay come up with, I sold an iPhone. Um, it was my old iPhone I upgraded and I sold my iPhone and it it just exploded. It's legitimately probably the worst situation I could ever think of. Like uh, the guy the guy just threw a fit because he's like, hey, it's not internationally unlocked. And I was like, okay, I, I, I asked Sprint to unlock it. I, I call Sprint. They're like, oh yeah, there's a fraudulent freeze on it because we saw that somebody else tried to use it. And it's going to take three to five business days to get it unlocked. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you've got to be kidding me. This is the worst thing. Anyway, he gets super mad. And I'm like, hey, okay, it's going to be unlocked in five to seven days. He's like, I don't want it. I'm sending it back. So I'm like, great. There goes $500. Like, this is fantastic. So I, I had to, by the time that I got it back, the phone was already unlocked. Um, and so I, I posted up on eBay again. Obviously, I'm going to make my money. So I post it on eBay. Uh, it immediately sells. And the guy's going back and forth with me. And he's like, okay, yeah, so this, this, and this. And, he, and then he's like, wait, I didn't know that because I ended up calling Sprint after that. Uh, come to find out, they didn't end up un- in- unlocking it internationally after I asked them. And so I was furious. I was so mad. So when I listed it again, I, I put, it is not internationally unlocked. Well, the guy didn't read that bought my phone. Again, it was not the same guy. It was a new guy. He bought the phone again. He didn't read. And so he's like, hey, I need a refund. I didn't realize it, was internationally un- it wasn't internationally unlocked. And I was like, hands up in the air, man. I'm done. Like, I'm never, ever selling phones on eBay ever again. So I, I, it's still like I relisted it and I have gotten a few hits on it. But it is, I would never recommend ever selling a phone on eBay ever. I just, I would never do it ever again. Even though it's <laughs> 
crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> I would have been uh, done after the first time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it kind of helped me recognize even like, okay, what am I going to spend my time on? I mean, so much of what we've been talking about lately is like, okay, what? How do we optimize our our time to to make the most profits? Whether that's um, you know the online empire academy or you know our Amazon and eBay businesses, like, is eBay really a a good platform for me to continue pouring money into? And and my wife and I are really looking at like, okay, is this where we want to spend our time? Especially coming in the summer, she's worked at a school, and so. Uh, there's not subsidized income during the summer. So that's really when we kick into high gear with Amazon and eBay. And like at this point, we're like, is eBay really going to be worth it? Um, and then there's some other things we'll, we'll talk about it a little later, but there's some other things that are coming up with that with Amazon that's like, man, is we've, we've kind of got to adjust focus. Um, so pretty interesting, pretty interesting stuff. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Well, that's a good, yeah, that's a good lesson. I mean, it's, I mean, it's uh, to me, that's the reason why I don't sell on eBay. And it's the reason why I don't, I shouldn't say I don't sell on eBay. That's the reason why I don't like selling just one-off items in general. I mean, I'd rather, um, I'd rather just be, you know, having my replenishables. No, it's cool that you, ha- you know, you could potentially have gotten a huge margin off of that item, but um, in the time, <laughs> in the time that you spent and the frustration that you spent, I could, you know, you could have, you know, even during that time, you could have probably called a few vendors, got some wholesale accounts, and uh, started selling some wholesale stuff, wholesale stuff on eBay. You know, no, it, it for sure wasn't worth my time. Like looking yeah. at everything that's happened, like I'm, I'm actually, I've lost money at this point. I was talking with Hannah the other day. I was like, okay, my mom needs a new phone. I might as well just give it to her. And she was like, no, like don't give away five hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, it's not like I, I, I don't even know if I can get five hundred dollars for it anymore. Like it, it. So anyway, I okay. So. And this is in in no way a political stance, but Trump and uh, Jeff Bezos, the head of Amazon, are going at it, which I thought was really interesting. I don't know, have you, Dean, have you read anything about that? Mm-mm. All I know was like uh, Trump. Trump was saying that uh, Bezos was it was almost like a conspiracy thing against him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so I'll I'll post I'll post articles. Um, in the in the description of this, um, but uh, basically, Trump is accusing Jeff of running a corrupt business, um, and the Washington Post, the Washington Post, the Washington Post is run by Amazon, and Washington Post is directly attacking Trump, and so Trump is kind of backlashing towards that, um, and and so there's there's kind of this like it's just, it's interesting because what the, the point that he brought up was Amazon is evading taxes and there's, you know, all kinds of different tax, tax loops and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this going, okay, it's kind of funny all that's happened. But then on the other end of it, the biggest questions that that's kind of in my mind and what, what Trump had brought up was, does Amazon have too much of the pie? You're looking at a company who has, you know, is is one of the largest retailers in the world. Um, you have merch by Amazon, which is, you know, it, it Amazon at this point is the second largest retailer uh, of clothing in the entire U.S. So that's, I mean, you're talking about they're coming up against Walmart. They're coming up against some of the biggest retailers of clothing in the world, and there's projections that Amazon could be number one in the United States within the end of the year. 
just in clothing. And Merch by Amazon is a huge opportunity for that to continue growing. Now we have Amazon Cloud, Amazon Music, Amazon Video, Amazon Self-Publishing, Amazon Video Direct, Amazon Private Label Food. I mean, these are all things that Amazon is directly doing. And I think there's some value to what Trump was saying in the sense of like, is there too much of the pie? And and this is kind of what I wanted to chat with you in the audience is, do you think that based on everything I just said, and we'll get into some of these topics, uh, you know, there's, there's some cool things happening with Video Direct and Amazon Private Label Food, which is actually a really interesting subject. But um, what do you think, Dean? Like, do you think that they're, that Amazon is carrying too much of the pie? <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is a very economic, philosophical question. Um, I mean, we are a capitalist country, so capitalism is based around gr- uh, competition while um, while monopolies form. And so it's very, it's very hard uh, to, to blame a company for essentially becoming very, very, very big and essentially becoming a huge monopoly um, in a capitalist society. Sorry, th- I love philosophy just in general. So you're like... Totally. <laughs> <laughs> putting me in in a, in a very fun place. Uh, it's kind of hard to blame a company for doing that. I mean, they are providing valuable goods and services, but at the same time, they are crushing tons of competition. Uh, and you know, for them to hold such a huge amount of market share, eventually, you know, it becomes uh, it comes to the point where you know, are they are they going to provide as much value as other companies could or are they going to start, you know, is it eventually the bottom line in any type of capitalist society, the bottom line is what matters in business. So, you know, cutting costs, cutting quality, things like that. Um, something like that could happen where, where Amazon doesn't deliver as much value, but at, at least for now, from what I've seen, people love Amazon and they go to Amazon because they find tons of value there in whatever it is. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, it definitely is a, a huge behemoth, in my opinion, of a, of a monopoly. But is it, is it a, a bad monopoly right now? Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. They're delivering a ton of value. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, I, I struggle because I'm totally a fan of like, you know, build a business and, and grow your business and, and become as big as possible. But it is interesting when you start talking about monopolies and does Amazon have a monopoly? And, you know, I mean, you've, they've branched out in so many areas, but yet we're profiting from them branching out. So I don't, I don't know, like, how much do I even argue with this? How much do I even touch into this? Because I'm like, I'm profiting from this. <laughs> no, that's true. Like, so, <laughs> well, I'll give you, uh, like, it, so a good example is, is with their Merch by Amazon uh, thing that came out. Um, <clears throat> you know, I used to sell on Zazzle all the time, Zazzle.com. It's kind of like a cafe press, ex- pretty much the exact same thing as Merch by Amazon. Um, and you would do your own images, you pop them onto Zazzle and, you know, people will buy and, you know, they, they, they would, uh, you would make some commission off of that, man. Now that merch by Amazon has come out and when they actually move into other types of merch merchandise, 
there's there I don't see any way for for them to compete. It's not necessarily that they're Zazzle or whatever is going to go out of out of business, but who wants to buy? Everyone wants to buy from Amazon because it's easy. It's it, it's the 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 quality is usually better. Um, but who's going to buy from a Zazzle now? And, and am I going to sell on a Zazzle when I know that the majority of customers are on Amazon? It's, it's a very weird relationship. Um, but like I said, I mean, it's, is it a bad thing? Uh, at least with Bezos, it doesn't seem like it's a, it's a tyrannical like monopoly. I, I, I don't know. Uh, are they avoiding taxes? Every business try in in a in this type of society avoids taxes as much as possible. Um, it's just the nature of of the way way things are, <laughs> unfortunately. But, yeah, uh, and I think it, it kind of like for me, I, I I've, I've struggled with that. It kind of touches on the American dream, you know, grow as big as you can. Like you you can go from zero to uh, you know a billion. Um, but one of the things that that's kind of triggered. I, I, I live in very, very Northern California and in, in this area, people kind of refer to it as the Pacific Northwest. I don't know whether you would or not. I don't know. Um, but I tend to kind of group with that whole idea. And, and, and for me, I look at like what Amazon has done for Seattle and, and what they're doing for the surrounding areas. I mean, I, I grew up like 25 minutes, maybe maybe less than that, 15 minutes from one of their facilities. And it hi- they hired so many people in that community. So for me, I'm looking at it going, there is a ton of good that Amazon has brought jobs, a ton of jobs to America. So I, I'm going, I mean, we're, we're getting this so deep into this right now, but like, but seriously, there's some really good stuff that Amazon has done, but does it branch into a monopoly? I don't know. I mean, it's starting to seem. Um, okay. Amazon video direct. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. So I'm going to read a little bit cause I'm not going to do it justice. Just trying to explain it. Um, after tasting, uh, success with iCloud computing and electronics through Amazon fire Kindle, uh, and Kindle, Amazon is looking to, uh, disrupt the video content space with Amazon video direct. This service will complete uh, with compete with the likes of Facebook and Alphabet's YouTube to quick quickly capitalize on ad supported video space. So it's it's basically for these content creators. Like I, I mean, honestly, like our YouTube page could even go up there. Um, it, it's it's a way for video creators, content creators, to get onto another platform. Um, and so, from my understanding, Amazon Video Direct is going to be a space for um, you know, independent film people to post their films up. Um, it's going to be places, another place for YouTubers to go and put post their content up there. Uh, for bloggers to post their content up there, it, it is. It, it's it's a little bit crazy. Like when you look into what they're about to roll out. Um, I, I'd encourage again. I'll post the link on this one. Um, I, I don't have a ton of information. There's not a ton of information out there right now, but I know that Amazon Video Direct is going to be a game changer if they can do. Uh, honestly, I think if they can pay the content creators a a enough to keep their content solely there, I think we're going to have a shift. 
and and you're starting to see it. I think one of the things that they're going to roll out and in, in kind of the the um, poster child is going to be the new Top Gear series. Uh, it was just released. What the name of it is, and I am so sorry to say I don't know it yet. Uh, I I I'm totally spacing the name of it, but. Um, Top Gear was a British television uh, show about it was a car TV show, um, so all about cars. But it, it basically Amazon was the only network that Top Gear could go to after it got canceled, um, and because of how they've positioned it, I think they may position it under Amazon Video Direct as like an independent film kind of thing, independent series. Uh, I don't know that it's going to go under Amazon Video. Uh, I, I, I don't, I, we don't know yet, or, um, at least to my understanding. So I think that it could be a cool opportunity to kind of showcase what Amazon Video Direct could be. But if, if all goes as, as I've read, it looks like Amazon Video Direct could be Amazon's version of YouTube. Um, which I, I think, I mean, they already have how many, you know, million of people on their, on Amazon. You right. just direct them to this page. I think oh. it's crazy. No. And especially, uh, I don't know, uh, over the last few months, um, uh, especially when on sites and like Reddit and so on, they've, they've had a lot of YouTubers who had had their accounts shut down or, uh, for, for wrongful reasons. Um, they've had, um, they've had the, the, there's a content ID type thing that that looks for copyrighted content on on YouTube, where where people were getting scammed out of thousands of ads ad dollars, and uh, there was just so much uproar on YouTube, and no and none of the content creators had any recourse whatsoever um, to to get to get their voice heard. In fact, they had like this I forgot what it was called, but they someone set up this. Uh, thing where they had uh, it, you sign up for this app, and then you you uh, you basically say, okay, I'm gonna allow this app to to uh, use my Twitter account, and at a certain point in time, it will shoot out uh, thousands of people's uh, you know. So, like for example, you, me, and ten thousand other people say at this date, uh, this app will shoot out a tweet from me saying this. So they sent uh, that, uh, just, they sent thousands and thousands on one day tweets to, uh, the YouTube CEO, uh, about the whole situation. So it was like, it was, it got really, really, really bad. In fact, every time I went to Reddit to see what like new videos and things like that were out, half of them were about how much YouTube sucks. And so there's a lot of content creators who are, huh. uh, they, 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 they want, they want to find another place to go to to be able to give their voice and really there's no other big player other than i mean there's vimeo and then that but that's more for like independent filmmaking type yeah. thing um and then uh daily motion which is a french kind of version of youtube but it's huge it's it's, it's big it's but it's not nearly as big as youtube is you know so i think i think it it YouTube has kind of had the monopoly. You know, if we're talking about monopolies, I think that that YouTube has had that monopoly for a really long time and I think that Amazon may bring, I mean, they, they on their site, um, it says helping content creators and visual storytellers reach millions of Amazon video customers. I'm an Amazon video customer. Uh, I haven't been super stoked on the content, but I know that they're rolling out some content. I will keep my Amazon subscription purely for the guys from Top Gear coming over to Amazon. So, I mean, that's that's just me, though. So it, it's there's some huge stuff. I 
this is where I mean, you, could could you imagine being a content creator and being able to get in front of buyers like that? Yeah. All all the people who are on Amazon are buyers. They're looking to buy in some fashion or another. So it's genius. I mean, it's better to me than YouTube. It's almost like a it's almost like Google versus when I talk to people about. Amazon keyword research using like Keyword Inspector or Merchant Words or whatever versus Google keyword research. A lot of people will say, well, you know, it's this this keyword is doing really well on Google, but it's not doing so well on Amazon. And you look at it and it's like, well, it's because people are buying and they're going to be typing in more buying. Like the in in Google keyword research, it, it, you you would look for people who are saying like buy how much does X cost or uh-huh. buy this product or whatever to know that they're really buying you know they're looking in a in a buying mode. Whereas in Amazon, it, almost every keyword's a buying keyword because you wouldn't be on Amazon unless you wanted to buy. So could you imagine a content creator when someone's typing in you know um, something like uh, how to cook. Uh, the best barbecue steak or something like that. And then the content creators thing comes up and it's how to cook the best barbecue steak, uh, $9.97 or $9.99 or whatever um, for my full how-to instructional video or whatever it is. I don't know. Like it's, or it's just ad space, you know, it has ad or whatever. Uh, But the, the the point is that you actually have people who are really willing and wanting to buy something because they're already on Amazon uh, to buy. It, it's a genius move on their part. Frankly, I, I, I look at what Amazon's doing. I'm going, okay, you guys are smart. Like, you know what you're doing. You know why you're doing it. So uh, I, more props to them. I think it's going to be awesome. I will for sure be testing it out. So I, hopefully you guys will be seeing a video as soon as I know more about it. Um, I'll, I'll be posting about that because I, I want to get I want to get our content, content on there. If we're able to, to get more people exposed to, you know, the, the content that we have, we want to help more people. So why not? Why not use this this method? Um. Okay, Amazon private label food. This caused wakes all over these groups this week because uh, uh, Amazon has come out with uh, a, a few new uh, private label food products. Happy Bellies, uh, Wickedly Prime, Mama Bear, uh, and then there was one other. But basically, it's it's nuts, spices, teas, coffee, baby food, vitamins, and household items such as diapers and laundry detergents. This kind of shook me up a little bit. I, I, I started reading about this and I was like, whoa, there's a big play here. Because obviously Amazon's been private labeling. You, you have your Amazon basics. Um, that's, that's, that's not new. That's been going on for a while. Um, but now they're getting into private label food. This is where I, I coming back to what Trump said, I was like, whoa, like that's interesting because no longer is it a space for sellers. It's now Amazon is capitalizing on the information they're collecting. They know mm-hmm. what sells best. They they know what things people are clicking on. What you, you know, it's 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 all of their information. They know what sells best. And so if you think that like we find little niches and holes and stuff, we're not the first ones to find it. Let's be real. Like Amazon knows about what what is going to be the top sellers and they're going to promote their products more than they're going to promote yours. So when I started hearing about this, I, I thought it was really interesting. Again, 
Great move if I'm looking at their business and wanting to grow a business. Fantastic move. If I'm looking about a competitor, they are the worst person, in my opinion, to have on my listing. So the fact that they're coming in on, uh, you know, uh, teas, coffees, all of this like stuff that's that's people are buying every day, you know, the replenishable items. It's a little bit intimidating. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> that sucks, man. Because I remember when Amazon Basics came out, a lot of people were making a lot of money off of of stuff like that. And uh, it went from, it went from, yeah, you know, these are the best things to, to, to do, you know, it's low cost, you get them, get them for pennies on the dollar, um, private label wise or wholesale wise. And then Amazon came in and just <laughs> totally reamed everybody. And it's the same thing with, uh, with the private label food uh, thing, it sounds like. Um, it kind of goes along with your subscription thing that uh, Amazon was going to be doing, yeah? Uh, that you had mentioned a, a while uh, ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the like automatic subscription or whatever. I'm spacing the name of it, but yeah, where it like automatically brings food, food or whatever to your house. Totally, because I can tell you right now, like <laughs> how tempting it would be. Because for for us, we're like we're we're trying to get more into the organics type stuff. And if Amazon had uh, private label organic meat and all this other stuff. Um, where you can just buy it like a subscription of it or whatever. <laughs> I would totally do it, man. Because it's hard. Because I was looking at even online. I was looking at okay, I need to get my milk from this site uh, shipped. I need to get my uh, meat from this site shipped. I need to get my eggs from this site shipped or whatever. And having Amazon all in that one totally. Do- well, that that man, yeah, that's a that's a monopoly. It's well, it's it's interesting you're saying that. Hannah and I, uh, my wife and I. Uh, have a box delivered to us once a week with organic food because we're we're on the same boat. We're like, okay, we want to start eating healthier. We want to start eating better food and locally grown food. And so we found a little place here in town that delivers. They deliver for one dollar. So you right. buy you buy their food and then they deliver it to you to your door for one dollar. And I'm like, heck yes, like absolutely, hands down, I'm in. Um and and then I was I was talking with a buddy of mine and he he was like, oh no, I have everything delivered. Like he's like, I don't ever go shopping. He's like, Amazon, Amazon, their their food business is my favorite thing ever because I can have wine delivered to my house, or I don't know if they do wine, but you know, he's like, I can have anything that I want delivered directly to my house whenever I need it. And like he's like, the one day shipping is my favorite thing ever. I'm going, you know, if I if I lived in a big enough area where they had one day shipping or or hour shipping, I don't remember what, you know, Amazon's testing different things, but like I can, no, I can I my prime, I'm like I do the two days shipping on Prime, and sometimes it has come the same day. I'm like, <laughs> for real though. It's I, I mean the Amazon private label food, especially for those of you who are in the food industry, start researching what Amazon is going to be selling, and get as far away from it as you can. <laughs> like I, I don't know how else to explain that because. I, I mean, I, I've everybody's heard the horror story of the people who are making, you know, a ton of money on private labeling their own, you know, headphones or, uh, uh, their their chargers and yeah, like that. and then all of a sudden Amazon gets on it, bam, you're done. So, I mean, not not to scare anybody, but but the, the reality is there there's a gap there that we've kind of got to be looking at and and got to be paying attention to, um. This this was one that uh, I I came across that not a lot of people are talking about yet, but it's going to be something we need to start thinking about. So come November 1st and through January 1st, 
the uh, Amazon fee is looking like it's going to jump up to $2.25 per cubic foot. Uh, and the sta- uh, that's for sa- standard size products and a dollar fifteen per cubic foot for oversized products. Um, that's almost a two hundred and twelve point five percent increase over what their current charges are. Um, Amazon has not yet confirmed that they're going to change it, but there is talk that that's going to happen because they want the best products in for the holiday season and they don't want your crap in there for the holiday season. So this is really something we got to start thinking about, especially heading into the summertime. Um, you know, we're already there. So it's, it's, we're at summertime. We're coming into, you know, buying fall product or getting your fall product prepared. Uh, you really need to be on top of it. Like make sure that you are selling your stuff out, discount it because if this really does happen, uh, $2.25 per cubic foot charge is massive. I mean, that's yeah. going to take down profits in a huge, huge way. <laughs> I don't care. I drop ship. So, well, that, and that's, that's what I was going to say is like, uh, it, it's time to start looking at, at drop shipping. Like, you know, we, we, we've been talking about that for a while, but I know for me looking at this, looking at, at Amazon private label food, um, Amazon is not going to come up next to a Gerber. They're not, they're just not like Gerber will always be a preferred brand because it's a trusted brand. People don't know what's in Amazon private label food. They just don't. So if we're talking about Gerber and, and doing that, it's better to, I, I don't know that you, you could even get a a contract with them, but if the possibility is out there to get a contract with Gerber um, to either drop ship with them or even wholesale their food, that's a totally different story than dealing with the FBA their their charges on on the per cubic foot. I I know for me in looking at what what Hannah and I are going to do this this coming season, it's there's no doubt in my mind. Our, our prim- primarily what we're going to be focusing on is is drop shipping. It just, it doesn't make sense right now for us to get into anything else uh, unless it's small bagged items, you know, stuff that's that, you know, a, a cubic foot, it's going to take three cubic feet, not, not 50 or 60 cubic feet. It, it just, I, I can't even imagine doing that. It, it would make sense for my business. <laughs> no, it's crazy, man. It's, I mean, this is, this is where. I don't know. Like for me, this is where it's, it's, I, I would, I mean, FBA was great when it came out. I mean, I'm just from the seller standpoint, I'm still, this, all that stuff is going to be great for the consumer, I would imagine. But from the seller standpoint, FBA was great when it came out. But, you know, more and more, Amazon's going to do two things. It's going to weed out people who send in just a bunch of crap items <laughs> and take up their space and, you know, really just not provide value um it's going to weed out the people who um who aren't really that great at business and this is what i was telling people um you know for a long time is that amazon fba amazon fba when especially with retail arbitrage type folks no don't get me wrong um allowed for people who were not good at business or had no business being in business allowed them to actually have a business Um, and not saying, and and it sounds so rude for me to say that I'm not, and I'm not trying to be rude. It's just, 
it, it was actually a great thing that that happened, but eventually you have to, a good entrepreneur is going to see the writing on the wall and you have to, um, you have to see that you either have to get in the wholesale or drop ship and then find a way to have your own, um, own way outside of Amazon to, to, to grow your business or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it when I when I hear stuff like that, it's kind of like, yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've known. I've I know even back in the day, we were talking about this years ago that this is eventually what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. it's it's not it's not a surprise to a lot of people. Well, it, it makes sense. Like it, again, we're talking about a company that has monopolies. <laughs> it, oh. It's they they've they've got control over certain areas, and for them. If I'm looking at who who is my best producing customer or or my best producing salesman in a normal company, they're going to reward those people. And then the ones who aren't helping or aren't doing a good job, they're going to cut them out. So it totally makes sense, but it does, it does start jeopardizing. I mean, I have a, I have a garage full of, of, of shipments that I've delayed at this point um, yep. because the UPC code. I know we talked a little bit about this. I know you did a live show on it uh, uh, earlier this 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 last week. Um, but the UC the UPC code and inauthentic, inauthentic claims for used media at Amazon. Um, I, I I have probably twenty board games I was about to send in, and it stopped me cold in my tracks because I was like, I don't want my account being shut down. Um, especially with what I have coming in this next year and what we want to do in this next year, I can't afford for this to be shut down. And it, it's, it shut me down cold because I was like, I, I retail arbitrage in my opinion is not going to be a viable option anymore. Yeah. Because it's, it's again, Amazon can go get contracts with Hasbro. They have no problem with that. Why do they need you going and and potentially screwing up that opportunity with them? I mean, we saw it with Amazon uh, or or with Star Wars this past year, where they got exclusive rights with Disney. That's a big deal for them to be able to say you cannot sell Star Wars unless you go through our process. And even then, they were they found as many people as they wanted, the ones who had good enough sales record, and then said, "I'm sorry, you can't sell the rest of it." Yep. Yep. Like, why would we not do things like drop shipping, wholesaling, have our own warehouses? Like, you've got to start. I mean, Dean, you put it perfectly. You you have to start thinking like a business, which is really uncomfortable for ninety eight percent of the people that I've talked to, because yeah. it's a, no, it's a hobby. Yeah, it's it's, it's a hobby, and it's, it's treasure hunting and things like that. And and I, I know I sound like a <laughs> no, I sound mean when I say it, but it, it's just. It it's um, it's actually out of caring and, and love and like I mean this is this is what this is what um because you have to we have been so um immune and it's almost like the it's almost like the food we eat I mean think of think of the food we eat we don't even know where it comes from we don't know how it's made <laughs> um how long it takes and what the cost of goods is and what the operational cost is and everything like that the same thing was with Amazon FBA you know we we see the people getting in fact I just had a friend who um long time he's an academy member long time Amazon seller get his account and his entire family's other accounts 
shut down by Amazon for an inauthentic claim oh. <clears throat> on one of his retail arbitrage products. Um, his entire family's well-being. Um, the, 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 the idea that you know Amazon is this huge bad corporation for doing that. You have to see it from their point of view too. Um, and whether they're bad or not, I don't know. Um, but from from their point of view, they're getting they're getting calls and calls and calls and calls and and they they could potentially get lawsuits and lawsuits and lawsuits for inauthentic items, things like that. And and these are things that we don't see on a normal basis. Now that I'm doing drop shipping, I see the customer a lot more than I ever have ever seen the customer in in uh, when I was doing FBA. So you know on when you're doing FBA, you just see the returns. You see the returns that come in. You see um, refunds, things like that. You don't see what the customer actually felt like with these things, or that you don't see that the customer's pissed off that the 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 game that you sent them, the re, the the Spanish version of Monopoly was the 1983 version and not the 1984 <laughs> version, um, or that it was a counterfeit version or something like that. Yeah. Um, Amazon sees this, tracks it, and goes, you know, it's just not worth the risk. So we're going to shut this guy down because he's making, you know, $300,000 a year or $500,000 a year. We'll keep going with the, with these guys who have actual author, authorized resellers who are making, you know, a couple million a year um, in sales for us. I thought it was interesting because my immediate thought as soon as this happened was, okay, I got to jump into whole or wholesaling. I've got to jump into private labeling. Private labeling was probably the most dominant on my mind. And I, and I, I think that, there's a yes and a no to that because the thing with the UPC codes is if you're getting it private labeled, you've got to now go through a process to get the, um, the GS ones. I mean, there's a, a, that's true or not from what I understand, like sellers, some sellers, the seller central folks say that you have to get the GS one barcodes, which are, couple hundred dollars a year to a couple thousand dollars a year. Some say that you don't and it's all just a big mess, but it's a very good indicator that Amazon is much more scrutinizing against people who just do retail arbitrage type stuff and online arbitrage stuff. Totally. Like I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing retail arbitrage anymore. I don't. Which is crazy because I've always loved it. I do. I love the treasure hunt, and and, it, and the reality is for me, it, it is it is a treasure hunt, and and it was it was a hobby for so long. But this is my life. Yep. Like I firmly believe, in and why I get up every morning and do this podcast is because I want a way for the single mother who has two jobs for her to actually make enough money to stay home and be with her kids. That's, that's my heart. Like when I think about the online empire Academy and I think about what we want to do and what we want to help you guys grow in, that's, that's who I look at going, Oh my gosh, like that's what I want. I want that woman. I want that, that single dad. I want, I want that family. I I want these people to actually have something sustainable. And that's why we talk about this stuff. I mean, that's why I, you know, I, I, I want to bring this up because the reality is it, there's things happening that we don't understand. And who knows, we may all need GS1s eventually. And and I want to make sure that that we're prepared to say, hey, Amazon may not be the best avenue for X, Y, or Z person. Here's another way to do it. 
or, or, Hey, if you guys do have enough money to go do this, go do this rather than this. And, and that's, I mean, that's why we want to do the live show too, is, is to be able to talk about this stuff and engage with you guys and ask questions with you. Um, in, in my notes, I have just take a deep breath. Like for those of you who are freaking out about the UPC codes, take a, take a deep breath. Um, if the product is yours, a private label, uh, or manufacturer, uh, if it's if it's yours, as in if you're a private label labeler or you're working directly with a manufacturer, whether that's drop shipping, drop shipping or wholesaling, um, you're fine because you can register these items with Amazon or even ask for an exception to have a barcode. In fact, they will give you universal numbers for your unique products through the brand registry so you can sell them worldwide on Amazon's platforms under that one number. Um, and I will post where this was posted. Uh, it was a, uh, a a document all talking about um, what's going on with the UPC codes. So um, you guys can read that for yourselves. But that's what we know at this point um, is is you're going to be okay. Make sure you're in communication. Make sure that these items are not... Make sure when you're, you're talking to a, a private label uh, or a company that's willing to private label for you, make sure you're not infringing on uh, on certain patents and things like that because that that really can be a problem um, and end up biting you in the butt later along. So, um, I, I mean both both of these these you know the uh, Amazon food. Um, well, even the raising, raising the, the fee, potentially raising the fee in the holiday season, Amazon food, um, or private label food. And then the UPC codes all points back to the idea that like drop shipping, wholesaling, um, and, and uh, even doing private label, obviously again, make sure you're doing it right, but those are all viable options. Like these are all things that like you should probably start moving your business to and, like Dean said, move it, move your business to an actual business. Like start thinking like a businessman, woman, uh, and, and develop what you need to develop like a business rather than a hobby. Because we're seeing time after time after time again, people's accounts being shut down that are treating this like a hobby. And yep. that that's what I fear for the community most is like, guys, I, I love what I do. I love you guys. And I want to, I'm building my business as a business. Um, not just a hobby. And and for the last three years, I've I've had a hobby. My hobby has been Amazon and eBay. And I'm I'm taking it serious and and really looking at what it can do for my life, my wife, my family. Um and, and I don't I don't want to get stuck in that that situation. I love it, man. I love it. Well, I don't I, I mean that's that kind of uh wiped out my mental capacity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, uh, I actually was just on the phone with someone, um, today that it's, it's just some, it's, it honestly is a mindset shift. Um, I mean, I had, uh, I, you know, I was looking at, I always look at the kind of what's going on in, in the Academy emails and, uh, thing. I had someone who, who's a longtime Academy member who, uh, who opted out from our emails, um, who I know didn't want to drop ship. Um, and I'm like, man, they just, you know, they've been here with us for years and then they just opted out on one of my little survey emails that I put out, see how things are going. And I'm like, man, it sucks. Cause I know that the majority of their stuff is retail. I hope nothing happens. I mean, but it's like, I, I can't see myself 
as I, I don't care if even we had only, you know, 10 people in the online empire Academy, obviously we have thousands, but I, I, if we had only 10 people in the online empire Academy and, and the reason they were there is because they wanted to learn how to drop ship or wholesale or do something replenishable in some fashion or another. Cause there's other replenishable ways on Amazon. It's not just, it's not the, just those things. Um, then I would still do it because it's, there, that's the, for me, it's it's building an actual scalable, sustainable business that is is what's most important. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It's great that uh, you're able to make some extra money, but man, to be able to make money while you are, I mean, the other day I was um, uh, with my family and I got an order for one of my little sporting equipment things um, that that was for a few hundred bucks. So. Um, and what did I have to do? Nothing. I already have software that orders it for me. So anyway, I, now I'm all sad, man. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, but the, the reality is we, we want to talk about it because this is what's happening in the e-com world. I mean, that's why we're doing this is because we're, we're, you know, we're being diligent and, and watching the trends in our business and we want to help you guys do the same. And, and, I'm really excited. Here's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about the season we're coming into. Um, I, I personally start planning for the Christmas season now. Uh, it's just the way my brain works. I try to work in three-month increments. And so for me, I'm looking at like, okay, if if I want to start going towards the, you know, I want to prepare my fall season, what am I going to be posting for fall Um and then heading into winter, what am I going to be grabbing for winter? What are what are some of the toys that manufacturers are tracking on right now um, for the Christmas season? Uh, you know, what are things that I'm seeing on Alibaba, AliExpress start popping up? What are things that are becoming popular? Um, I'm following the trends on Amazon. These are things that I'm doing to actively look, and and I'm excited because there is a lot happening. Um, I, I just, I just did a, a, a podcast about Bonanza. This is a site that, that helps you. I mean, it posts, it gives you your own storefront. It's kind of like eBay helps with your own storefront, but then you can also, it, it simultaneously will help you post on Amazon and eBay. So, I mean, you're, we're talking about another platform that can help you sell on both Amazon and eBay. And when one sells one place, it takes it off of Bonanza and eBay. So, I, I mean, for those of you who are, who are doing uh, drop shipping for those of you who are doing wholesaling. This is a great option. And so I'm really excited. I mean, I'll, I'll post links to that as well. Um, I gotta remember how many I gotta listen to this again because there's a lot of links I gotta post in here. Um, but th- there's so many opportunities to grow your business. Um, I, it, and actually develop a, a structure around it that can be outside of Amazon as well. And, and that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited that like, there are, there are options that that list it on Amazon and another site and can take it down when one sells on on the other and you know it, it's there's so many helpful things that come along with that so uh, I I'm excited like I'm, I'm excited for the things that are happening in the e-com world I have more hope for making money than I did six months ago and that's that's a really cool idea oh it's 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 great like because honestly like uh uh, even with even with the dropshipping thing, there you know a part of a part of the automation of it. A part of the reason why it works is because the automation exists. It didn't exist when when I started with Amazon FBA. So I mean, there's so much opportunity. There's always opportunity, always opportunity. Um, 
And uh, that's one thing that our our goal is to 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 help people to see those opportunities, um, and not and not um, just kind of get stay in that status quo of oh well I'm going to do this forever, um, you know blockbuster video was going to do what they were doing forever and uh, where'd they go? <laughs> I'll still every every now and again at a garage sale I'll find a blockbuster like DVD. I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> well, I, I I was actually driving by a, a and they still haven't put any. Um, new new store in there at Blockbuster Video that had been closed for years, and you could still see the sign. I'm like, man, I remember when they owned stadiums and things like that. Now they're gone, completely totally. gone. And and I I mean, Amazon's obviously doing what they're doing to grow their business and make sure that the sellers that are doing well are sustained. So I, I think that they, there's a better opportunity than ever to actually grow your business and be noticed by a, a player like this. And instead of doing $300,000 a year, which is for some people look at it and go, that's astronomical. And then, but if you recognize the opportunity at hand and how many millions of people are exposed to your product on Amazon, uh, $300,000 is, is realistic and you can do more than that and that's i mean we talk to people every day and that's my goal i'm i'm walking this out with you guys like I, i've worked with massive accounts and I, I know the tools that it takes to get there and so for me i'm building my business with you guys and that's what i'm most excited about is to look at this and go okay is it realistic to hit $300,000 in a year. Is it realistic to hit it in two years, three years? Can I hit a million dollars in a year? I don't know. And that's what I'm, I'm excited to walk through with this. And, um, you know, I got to put my money where my mouth is and that's, that's the challenging part. So I'm, I'm more excited ever because I know the opportunities are coming. I love it. It's so cool, man. Very good. Well, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just say, I, right, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, well, if you guys have any more questions, um, we're, we're here. I, I will, we'll be posting this up after, uh, after we're done. So if you guys have questions, please let us know. Uh, this is what we love to do. We love to talk about this stuff. We're passionate about what's going on in the e-com world and, uh, it's our life. So, <laughs> you know, we've, 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 uh, we've dedicated our lives to this and, and are excited about what's going on. And, uh, if you guys have questions, let us know, uh, go join the Facebook group. I will be posting for those of you who are interested in drop shipping or wholesaling or even private labeling. I'll, I'll post links about, you know, products we know and trust and, and people we, we believe in. Um, and I believe in Dean and he created the drop shipping course. So <laughs> I, I love that one, but I, uh, you know, the Slammons are another great one who, uh, they're, they're kind of the, the forerunners right now for uh, private labeling. But anyway, um, you guys can go check those out. I'll post the links, uh, as well as the links where I found all this information. So, um, I'll be sharing that with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Dean, it's always, always fun talking with you. Love it, man. Love it. All right. Well, until next time, Empire, have a fantastic, a fantastic day. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Online Empire Academy podcast. If you want real, actionable, and proven entrepreneur ideas that you can use right now, join us for free at the OnlineEmpireAcademy.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, help us make more by rating us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. We'll see you next time.